welcome students today we will discuss about a play a drama written by the greatest dramatist ever born in india girish karnad but before we go into the text let us talk about girish karnad a little bit and let us try to know about him so girish karnad a noted stage actor playwright film actor television artist and he is a creative figure who was born uh, somewhere near bombay in 1938 but actually he comes of a konkani family of mangalore and for his higher education karnad went to the united kingdom and uh, when he was about 20 years of age he received a scholarship to study abroad initially girish karnad wanted to be a poet but then he was destined to be a playwright and let me quote girish karnad he said that i wanted to be a poet the greatest ambition in my life but at the age of 22 i realized i would not be a poet but only a playwright so karnad was surprised to see that instead of becoming a poet he had become a playwright so he had although he had this ambition to be a poet but then he landed up being a dramatist so the writing of drama came as a surprise to him and he started writing different plays actually karnad was an existential dramatist he concerns himself with the problems of existence of self search of identity and the problems of isolation and frustration and you know existentialism implies the quest of the individual for the assertion of self despite his limitations and failures so this branch of thought upholds that man can transcend reality in his own consciousness in fact existentialism asserts humanism or the dignity of man so this philosophy is well exemplified in all the plays of girish karnad so the major theme of his dramas or plays is that of responsibility and the search of identity now nagamandala of girish karnad presents the deplorable state of women in indian society this play is written in two acts with a prologue and the writer wants to say in the prologue that man is a bundle of weaknesses but he is either not aware of them or he cannot get rid of them 
so the man in the prologue is told by someone that you must keep awake at least one whole night this month if you can do that you will live if not you will die on the last night of the month so the man fails to realize the significance of this prediction he takes it literally and breaks into a laughter because he thinks that keeping awake one night is not a very difficult task but he failed to realize that keeping awake will rather be a herculean task for a man who dozes off every night he passes night after night asleep to the fact that the sword of democles hangs over his head only on the last night of the month which can be the last night of his life also he wakes up to the fact that he has to do something to avert his death yet he is not sure that he will succeed in his efforts so he comes to a temple with an unidentifiable statue to pass his last night but this temple is a favorite haunt of the flames that come from different houses to exchange notes on the present conditions of the society and you will notice in the play that there are several flames so flame 1 comes from the house of a miserly fellow who retires to bed early to save spending on lamp oil and in the play it has been mentioned as kusbi oil flame 4 comes from a house in which the old mother has died neglected she had bed sores and the house stank with flame pus and urine now the master and mistress have the freedom to pass their nights in voluptuous pleasures but again flame 3 is forced to witness the lasciviousness of the master who needs light to feast his eyes on the limbs of his wife to make the rest of him to react thus the flames find that most of the people are asleep to the spiritual needs of man so generally people are not aware the new flame has a different story to tell the old mistress has seen a young woman dressed in a sari coming out of the room in which her husband is sleeping this kicks up a i mean havoc you know in fact the old woman had a story and a song imprisoned in her mind both the story and the song are simmering to be free and they succeed eventually the story takes the shape of a woman and the song becomes a sari the woman wraps herself in a sari in fact it is nothing but a hallucination 
the old man had the doubt lurking in her mind that her husband has illicit relations with some women so her suspicion appears in the shape of a woman however this story also comes to the temple and desires that it should be heard by somebody who can pass it on to others flames cannot do it because they are non living objects the man offers to hear the story on the condition that he will be kept awake all the night the story agrees to the condition thus the prologue describes the aberrations of man and woman to give the message that men in general are slaves of passion and are unaware to the hard realities of life now in this play in act 1 we find that this act presents the story of a young girl whose name is rani and who is the only child of her parents and she is called rani because she is the queen of long tresses you know long hair and i'm quoting from the play it is said there that when her hair that means when rani's hair was tied up in a net uh, i'm sorry when it was tied up in a knot it was as though a black cobra lay curled on the nape of her neck coil upon glistening coil when it hung loose the traces flowed a torrent of black along her young limbs and got entangled in her silver anklets so her fond father finds a match for her and gets her married to a young man who is rich and his parents are dead and the writer calls him appanna the name of the husband is appanna so after getting married appanna brings the young wife rani to his house and he claps her under lock and key with the injunction that he will come only once in the afternoon and he must find his lunch ready he passes his days and nights with a concubine with a prostitute and rani passes his life like a deserted wife so her dreams of a happy married life are shattered so you can easily find a dejected and heartbroken rani she has no one to support her in her solitary cell except her parents who come in her dreams in her daydreams to console her because neither she is allowed to go out of the house anywhere nor anyone is allowed to get inside the house so rani lives a lonely life and she misses her parents so much that she 
often sees them in hallucination and in her dream in her hallucination what does rani see she sees that her parents as if they are embracing her and crying and they kiss her and caress her at night as if she is sleeping between them and then she thinks that she is not frightened anymore and as if she listens to her parents as if they are saying to her don't worry we won't let you go away again ever so her shattered dreams also assume strange shapes so in the morning the stag with the golden antlers comes to the door he calls out to rani she refuses to go i am not a stag he explains i am a prince and in her utter despondency she talks to herself and meets the prince in her dreams that she hoped once he would come to woo her she looks into vacancy and breaks into sobs on realizing how cruel her fate has been to her so her parents the stag the prince everyone i mean they come in rani's dream in her hallucination now as if a bolt is coming from the blue the help you know it also sometimes comes from an unexpected quarter so a friend of apanna's mother an elderly lady whose name was kurudava she becomes anxious to meet rani to to meet apanna's wife and kurudava is blind but her regard for her deceased friend outweighs her disability so apanna's mother was the friend of kurudava and kurudava you know she asks rani she goes and she meets rani and she finds out the situation rani is in and she asks rani not to worry and you know she tells rani that don't worry she came back home and told her son that look at apanna he keeps his wife rani locked up like a caged bird and she tells rani that look at you how beautiful you are but still you are living a life like this so after coming back home what she does she sends kapanna <coughs> sorry to bring some roots which have magical quality of igniting love in the heart of the man if a man eats them so she gives the roots to rani and also gives her the instruction and she tells her that 
grind it into a nice paste the roots and feed it to your husband and then watch the results once he smells you he won't go sniffing after the be- that bitch he will make you a wife instantly so accordingly rani follows the instructions she takes the roots from kurudava and as per the instruction she prepares the paste and gives it to apanna with the milk apanna gulps it down but becomes more cruel evidently this love root it failed to work on apanna the stone hearted apanna so rani compares well with the princess of the fable so she compares apanna with the prince of the fable uh, i'm sorry the princess of the fable whom the demon locked up in his castle and then it rains for 7 days and 7 nights the sea floods the city the waters break down the door of the castle and then a big whale comes to rani and says come rani let us go and rani imagines that someone would come there to her rescue so when that paste of root fails to work on apanna after that incident kurudava comes again to see whether rani is again living like a caged bird under lock and key and she is surprised to see that the lock is still there and it clearly indicates that the love root has not made any impact upon apanna kurudava understands that therefore kurudava asks rani to give the bigger root to him but rani is stunned by an explosion as she pours the paste into the curry she is flustered when the curry turned blood red how can she know that it will not be poisonous so you see when the second root was given to her by kurudava and rani made a paste out of it and she mixed it into the curry put put it poured it the paste into the curry then there was an there was a kind of explosion and the whole curry it turned into red color and rani thought that it was poisonous and look at just like any indian woman although her husband never loved her but still she could not deceive her husband by giving him poison so she decided not to serve the curry to him and she poured the curry into the ant hill outside the house 
As she turns her back, the moment she poured the curry in on the ant hill, and she turned her back, a king cobra. It emerged from the ant hill, lifted its hood, hissing out of the ant hill, and the cobra, you know, it. fell in love with rani so aparna did not have the curry because rani thought it was poisonous and that's why she did not serve it to her husband and she poured the curry over the ant hill a cobra used to live there inside the ant hill it ate the curry and it fell in love with rani so a naga's love for rani a cobra's love for rani a serpent's love for rani so act 2 of the play it presents the love story of rani and naga so aparna has brought a dog to keep blind kurudava away away from his wife so the dog is tied to the door the naga assumes the shape of aparna to make love with rani he comes every night when aparna is away he tries to console rani her hurt feelings with inquiries like whether beating this morning hurts her or whether she misses her parents or how long is it since she hasn't had a good night sleep and things like that and rani rani tells him that she used to sleep in the afternoon when the household work was over but now the dog he has brought aparna barks all the day and doesn't let her sleep so the naga promises that it won't happen again from tomorrow so he puts her head on his shoulder and caresses her to sleep and the naga kills the dog next day and comes to rani in the night and rani is confused confused of the aparna of the day who is totally different from the aparna of the night because the cobra when it used to come to rani at night it used to take the shape of aparna so rani could not make out which aparna was really true the aparna of the day or the aparna of the night because the aparna of the day used to be very cold and cruel but the aparna of the night used to be so warm and loving to her so she fails to make out how a man can change so completely and she does not believe her sensed his visit last night i assumed i must have dreamed that i'm certainly not 
dreaming now now which means i am going mad spending the whole day by myself is rotting my brain and now the naga knows it all but it cannot help it the most that he can do is to stop coming to her in the night but how can rani afford to lose these rare moments of love so why do you tease me like this rani says i am sick of being alone and then tonight i was terrified you might not come that what i remembered last night may be just a dream but what am i to say if your spin riddles like this so rani is in total confusion she can't understand why the same aparna behaves in such a different way i mean differently during daytime and during night time so the nightly visits of the naga it culminate in sexual intercourse which is a new experience of rani she feels ashamed to imagine what her parents will think of her and the naga explains to her that the spirit of love pervades the whole universe even animals and plants do it frogs croaking in pelting rain tortoises singing soundlessly in the dark foxes crabs ants rattlers sharks swallows even the geese the female begins to smell like the wet earth and stung by her smell the king cobra starts searching for her queen the tiger bellows for his mate within everything that sprouts grows stretches creaks and blooms everywhere those who come together cling fall apart lazily it is there and there everywhere so it was the feeling of love which was a very unique and new realization for rani because all these days after getting ma- married you know she was only used to one apanna during daytime who was extremely cruel and ill behaved to her but when the king cobra it ate up the paste of the root mixed with curry then it fell in love with rani and every night the king cobra used to transform itself into the shape of apanna come to rani and make love to her but rani was not aware of the fact so she was surprised and she used to wonder why the same apanna used to behave differently with her one apanna during daytime and the other apanna during night time so this much for today and in the next class again we will continue with the rest of the story
story of this play nagamandala by kirish karnat and we also will try to look at it in a critical way so thank you so much today for your time and again we will meet in the next class the next audio clip thank you so much